Hey, so it is feeling like fall out there. Today is a beautiful fall day. And this month we are in the middle of a series that is all about ghosts. Last week we looked at this idea of the ghosts that haunt us from our past and, uh, and how we kind of deal with some of the things that haunt us from our past. And so I won't go back into all of that, but uh, if you didn't catch that, then I would encourage you to go online to uh, YouTube, our church YouTube page, or my Facebook, or our student ministry Facebook page. Check that out um, uh, because it's important for how we deal with our past and how that leads us into it, the future. And today, we are looking at this idea of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit that leads us into the future. In John chapter 14, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's talking to them on the night that he is going to be arrested and betrayed and arrested and crucified. And he says this to them. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you. In John chapter 14, Jesus is going into this transition where he is telling his disciples, listen, I know what's about to come and I'm not going to be with you anymore. This was a huge blow to these disciples. This was a huge blow to these guys because they thought Jesus was setting up this earthly kingdom and he was going to rule and he was going to make everything right. And he was, they were going to be like his right hand men and they were going to go down in history as the people that overthrew Rome and set up the best earthly kingdom ever. But Jesus says, no, it's bigger than that. I'm not going to be with you any longer. But then he says, don't worry, I've got you covered. And then that's where this comes in. And he starts to talk about this helper, this Holy Spirit that's going to come, a spirit of truth. The world cannot see him, uh, but, but you know him and he will be with you and he will dwell in you. And here's the, are you guys paying attention? All right. Here's the thing. We are 2,000-ish years away from when this was said. We have been for millenniums, for generations, immersed in Christian culture. And so when we hear the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, like, that's just normal to us. It's part of the Godhead, it's part of the Trinity, it's part of our theology, it's what we believe. We believe there's Father, Son, Holy Ghost. We've, we've been immersed in this culture where, where God is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And that's good. It's, it's awesome that we know that. But for just a moment, I want to take a step back and I want to pretend that we are not 2,000 years removed from this conversation but we are on the cutting edge of this new movement that is starting. That we are on the cutting edge of this new movement of Jesus followers. The people that would be called Christians because they followed Christ. And we're sitting around with our leader and he's like, hey, I'm about to go away. You're not gonna be, I'm not gonna be with you anymore. You guys will still be here, you all be fine, but like, I'm gone. And then he says, but don't worry, I've got you covered. He says, I'm, I'm going to send a helper. And, and for a moment, 
pause and listen to how he describes the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. All right, so take a step back. Jesus is saying, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to send this guy that no one else can see, but no one else knows, but you know him. He's going to be with you, and he's going to dwell in you. When I start to think of it like that, it sounds a lot like a ghost, like a legit ghost, and where we are possessed. Are you girls paying attention? You guys are laughing pretty hard. Uh, and, and it starts to, it's, um, I mean, if I sat there this week really looking at this verse thinking, man, that's, that's a little creepy. Like if you're on the cutting edge and you're sitting around with this leader and the leader's like, I'm leaving, but don't worry. Like there's going to be a ghost that follows around and he's going to be inside of you and everything is going to be good. Uh, that's odd. And so the translation of the Trinity that we know of, of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, where it's translated Holy Ghost becomes much more real. This idea of a Holy Ghost, this unseen spirit that is a part of us, it dwells in us, it follows us around. It sounds very Halloweenish. And, and we're going to dive more into this next week, but I have to pause right here because um, here's, here's the truth. Around us all the time, there is a spiritual war going on. There is a spiritual war going on. There are good and evil spirits that are battling for my soul and your soul. It is real. And so when Jesus says there is a Holy Spirit, he is being 100% truthful. God is with us. God is in us. We cannot see him, but we feel his presence. We know that he's there and he can direct our lives in to the future. Jesus goes on to say about the Holy Spirit, um, these things I've spoken to you while I am still with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Uh, I love the way that Jesus describes the Holy Spirit here. He's, he's the helper. He's the one that comes and he is going to uh, teach us how to live. Because the truth is the best possible life that we can live is the life we were created to live. When God planned out the earth long before the dawn of time, God knew that you would be alive in 2023. God knew that you would be surrounded by the people you are surrounded with that you would have the family that you have, that you would have your circles of influence. God knew all of that. And he set you up 
to be led by the Holy Spirit into this life that you were created to live that is the best possible life that you can live. And God is writing this incredible story and we have an opportunity to change the world as God wants to use us as a part of his story. The big question is, how do we follow the Holy Spirit? Like, honestly, how do we do that? Because a lot of times it seems like, yes, God created us for this life and he created us to, to change the world and he's writing this incredible story through us. Um, but, but I don't know if you guys are like me, but a lot of times I feel like I'm uh, trying to just figure it out on my own. And this is where the Holy Spirit comes in. We are not left alone to figure out this life. God has given us a piece of himself to live inside of us, to be with us, to direct our lives. And so how, how do we follow the Holy Spirit? That can be a little scary. How many of you have seen the latest Ghostbusters movie? I know it's a couple years old now, but anybody seen Ghostbusters Afterlife? Anybody? Great movie. You guys have not seen it. You should go watch it. Um, great movie. The Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, follows the story of this mom right here and her two kids right here and right here. And uh, they're kind of down on their luck. They just got evicted from their, from their apartment, uh, from their house. But um, little known to the kids, they are grandchildren of Egon Spengler, who was an original Ghostbuster. And he has since passed away, and he left them his house. And so they move out into the middle of nowhere, into this house, and the whole plot of the movie follows the granddaughter, Phoebe, as she experiences Egon and learns of the past and helps save the world from ghosts. But she needs Egon's help in order to actually start herself on this journey and to follow through in what she was destined for. Check this out. Phoebe finds the ghost trap that would set her on the adventure of being able to get rid of ghosts from the earth for the foreseeable future and completely save and change the world. Now, Here's why I showed you that clip, because a lot of times following the Holy Spirit is a lot like and feels a lot like what Phoebe just went through following the ghost of Egon Spangler. Now, honestly, the Holy Spirit is not going, now, I have never experienced the Holy Spirit physically opening doors or moving furniture around to show me where to go or what to do. But here's what does happen. On a daily basis, the Holy Spirit metaphorically opens doors and windows in our lives, gives us opportunities to step into a new life for ourselves. And it's up to us. It's up to us whether we want to walk through the open doors that the Holy Spirit is opening for us or whether we want to stay in the life that we have been living. Phoebe had a choice to make. 
She could have chosen to ignore that the chess piece moved and assumed it was somebody else in her family, or she could have played chess. She could have walked through the door that was open to her, or she could have stayed in her room. She could have pulled out the ghost pack and started down the trek of becoming a ghostbuster herself, or she could have been completely terrified of what the next step in her life held and said, I'm not doing this. And isn't that the way it is when the Holy Spirit leads us somewhere? He opens a door, he opens a window, he gives us a nudge. And, and if we're honest, it's terrifying. It's terrifying as you feel the nudge and the urge to go out and, and speak to someone and you have an opportunity. Do you step through that open door and speak to that person and step another step into the life God created you to live? Or do you stay back where you were? And it is, guys, it's, it's scary. When the Holy Spirit leads us into the future, he's leading us into a life that changes the world around us. And a life that changes the world around us is not necessarily a safe life, but it's a good life. It's an incredible life. And it can be scary stepping through those doors. It can be scary following the leadings and the nudges. It can be scary talking to people. It can be scary saying, this is the direction I want my life to head. This is the career I want to take. This is the, the job I should take for right now. This is the classes I should take for my future. These are the friendship circles I should surround myself with. This is the... the person that I need to break up with. And, and all of these decisions, when we're led by the Holy Spirit, they are difficult and they're scary and they're terrifying, but they are an opportunity to step into a life that God created you to live. And following the Holy Spirit will look different for each person in this room. Because the things that God and the Holy Spirit is asking me to do are different than the things that the Holy Spirit is asking you to do. So how do you know when it is the Holy Spirit leading you? I think a lot of times we recognize when God is asking us to do stuff. We get really good at pretending that it's not God but there's something deep in our gut, deep inside of us that says, God's asking me to step into this situation. God's asking me to step into this new activity for my life. God is asking me to step into this conversation. And it's our choice. Do we step into the life that God has created us to live? Or do we stay in the life that feels safe? God has created you for an absolutely incredible story on this earth.
And the story that he is writing for you is going to change the world. It's going to change the world through the people that you come into contact with. It's going to change the world through the lives that you change. And you may get to the end of your life and you may look back and say, I didn't really see much. But I am convinced that when we step into the life God created us to live and we pass from this life into the next life and we get into heaven, God is going to reveal to us all the interactions we had and the way that it drastically changed the course of history for this earth. The Holy Spirit is nudging you. Sometimes it's a feeling in your gut. Sometimes it's the voice of someone around you. Sometimes it's a friend that says, hey, I'm concerned if you thought about this. Sometimes it's a parent that says, hey, let's, let's think about where your life is headed. Sometimes you just feel like you need to just move. And so my practical challenge to you this week is simply this. I want you to be hyper aware of where the Holy Spirit is leading you. Hyper aware. When we are hyper aware, we will see that the Holy Spirit is opening doors constantly for us to walk through. He's giving us opportunities to impact the people around us. He's asking us to step into a life that we were created to live. And it's our choice whether we step into that life or not. And I want to encourage you guys this week to be hyper aware of where the Holy Spirit is leading you and to take a step into that life. It's scary. It's terrifying. And yes, it does feel like you are following a ghost, but it is the best life you can possibly live. Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for tonight and the chance to be here.